This is Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and welcome to the Sparks from the Fire Torah Podcast, brought to you by the RRG Beit Midrash, the spiritual home for Hebrew University students on campus. Parshat Mishpatim, a belly full of the divine, dedicated to a dear friend and his new wife in celebration of their marriage this week. Mazel tov. V'yiru et Elohei Yisrael v'tachet v'glav k'ma'asei livnat ha-sapir u'k'etzem ha-shamayim l'tochar. And they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there was like the likeness of a brick-shaped sapphire, like the very sky for purity. How impressive are all the descriptions of God's revelation to Am Yisrael, which began in last week's Parsha and continue this week. Smoke, fire, light, blasting shofars. But those seemingly pale in comparison to the images that we see at the end of Parshat Mishpatim. Though this vision is not revealed to the entire nation, Moshe, Aaron, and his two eldest sons, Nadav and Avihu, along with the 70 elders, all experience a most unique event. Quote, Then Moshe and Aaron, Nadav and Avihu, and 70 elders of Israel ascended, and they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there was the likeness of a brick-shaped sapphire, like the very sky for purity. Yet God did not raise his hand against the leaders of the Israelites. They beheld God. They ate and drank. Of course, the statement that they saw God needs explanation. What does it mean to see God when we understand that God has no physical form? But in my mind, their response was equally challenging. What did they do immediately following this vision? They ate and they drank. Was eating and drinking the appropriate response to this transcendental experience? Granted, the text does previously describe the sacrifices that were brought as a celebration of the covenant between God and Israel. But immediately following this prophetic encounter, was eating, even from sacrifices, the appropriate response? Some commentators answer in the positive and explain that a festive meal always follows a covenant between two parties. Even Yaakov and Lavan made one just before they parted ways. So this meal is the seal on the covenant between God and Am Yisrael. But there is another way to read this incident. They did not actually eat, but the experience was as nourishing for them as if they had just eaten and drank. In other words, what did their experience of the divine leave them with? It left them with a sense of total appeasement and complete nourishment. They lacked nothing in those moments. And what would be a way that we, as the readers, could somehow touch that experience within ourselves to somehow appreciate their encounter? Imagine you just ate the most scrumptious, filling meal accompanied by the finest Merlot. Can you find that experience inside yourself? If you can, then you'd get some minute inkling of the sense of satiation that they felt after this encounter with the divine. 
This explanation can also help us understand our first question. What does it mean to see God? A teaching of Rav Avraham Yitzhak Akon Cook can help us here. He explains that there are two modalities in which one can experience the divine, the imminent and the transcendent. The imminent experience of the divine is something that we all hopefully have experienced in our own lives. This is the experience of God in nature, in all living beings, big and small, in the stars and the sun, and even in the creativity of the poet and the thoughts of the scholars. These are what Rev. Cook calls the path to the palace. But there is a higher level called the transcendent. Though this experience may be fleeting, it is a state of consciousness where one experiences the realm beyond thought and reason. It is, as Rev. Cook writes, when the heavens open up and we see a vision of God. This is not the path to the palace, but rather sitting inside the palace itself. And here is where it connects directly to our story. It leaves the person, says Rev. Cook, with feelings of an unearthly pleasure and peace of mind. As we've mentioned before, the Torah was written in human language. So when the text describes seeing God and depicts images of light and sapphire, it's not telling us that God has a body in red shiny shoes. This is the text attempt to capture something of the experience of the ineffable, of the transcendent. And the best way that the Torah can articulate this is to share how they felt after the experience, totally full and without any lacking. This leads us to an important question about ourselves and the experience in life that we choose. How many experiences do we choose on a daily basis that leave us feeling empty? And what are the experiences that leave us with the feeling of being spiritually full? I'd love to hear your answers or comments on our Facebook page, RRG Bait Midrash, or on our Instagram page, RRG Bait. In addition, if you want to sponsor a class in memory of or in honor of a loved one, shoot me an email at info at rrgbaitmidrash.org. A big thanks to Yosef Gutman levitt for the use of his song, HaYehudi HaKadosh. If you enjoyed... Please subscribe to Sparks from the Fire wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a positive rating and be sure to share. I'm Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and thanks so much for listening.